Hi, I'm Jennifer Schutz, and I'm the lead medic. Hi, I'm James Schutz, and well, I'm the lead medic. And together, we're the Whiny Whiny Medics. You know, ladies first, of course, we're going to let you go ahead and tell your story to start out with how you got into EMS, how we got to this point too, you know, and then I'll interject when I need be. Sure. Well, I worked at a hospital um, before I ever, ever even thought of getting into EMS. Uh, I worked in admissions uh, at the evening times is where I started out at and uh, really enjoyed working in the back with the ER staff at night. Uh, eventually went to today shift and... Um, I had a son who had multiple, uh, problems with his heart and had to have surgery. Um, so that kind of led me into eventually wanting to give back. We, we, we almost lost him multiple times, lots of scary moments in, um, you know, an ambulance ride and surgeries and all kinds of stuff. So anyway, um, when he was a little older and we were kind of out in the clear, I'd actually already gone through a divorce and decided to put myself through EMT school after volunteering with the local EMS service as a driver just to see if I could handle the blood and scary moments and, and whatnot. I didn't want to put myself through school if I wasn't going to be able to hack it. But I was. So I volunteered for a good year. Uh, Then they offered me a EMT class for free as long as I volunteered for a year after that. And I did that, moved on, got my intermediate. And uh, that's when I kind of met you uh, when we worked at the same service. Uh, I was an intermediate. My goal was paramedic, of course. Um, Yeah, that's kind of where... Well, and my story is a little different. I didn't have the drive because of having a child that was injured or anything like that. My drive basically came from the idea of I started out as a volunteer firefighter. I really had no interest in EMS initially, was going to be a cop. I joined the service, got pregnant at a young age and had kids. And Wow, you got pregnant? Well, you know, we had kids on the way and, and cha- kind of changed up the dynamic of what what my world was going to be about and realized that the military wasn't going to work. So made a bunch of mistakes in between there and there uh, and eventually found my way into the volunteer fire department there in Gerald, Texas, where I grew up. Uh, That taught me and brought me to a love for EMS, a love for helping people. And really, I am one of the guys who started out as a volunteer and, and it led to a very, very much of a very plentiful career Um, But what really got me as well into the EMS world was there was a guy once. uh, I was working for the time at the uh, Williams County Road and Bridge Department. I uh, would kind of spark my interest uh, was we pull up on an accident scene and there's a guy who was part of our crew who's who hops out off of his tractor and he uh, he starts helping out the EMTs, the paramedics and stuff. And he's throwing things. He's doing this and doing that and helping out like he was part of the crew. And I was like, hey, man, uh, how did you learn all that? And he told me EMT school, man. He said, I've been in EMT for years. Um, 
And with that, he, he really, truly um, sparked my interest. I asked lots and lots of questions of him. And he was like, man, it's just something we did. You know, it's something I've done. It was fun. And, you know, yeah, he was a, an EMT at a racetrack, you know, for a time. And he did this and that, worked as a volunteer. Um, and, and it sparked my interest enough to where I went to EMT school. Yeah. I uh, eventually left almost a twelve fifty thirteen dollar an hour job, uh, yeah, to make seven fifty an hour, which changed the changed the world for me, and try and kind of getting the idea of of how things work. Um, I, I really truly enjoyed what I did. Um, once I got into it, uh, things were good. I, I think uh, I, I went to work initially for a private ambulance service. That's where we met. And then we decided paramedic school for us, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a great idea. Uh, it led to many good things. I think ultimately it led to uh, uh, us getting to this point <laughs> somehow. Yeah, we kind of have a strange dynamic. Very much so. Um, you know, and, and I think once into paramedic school, I went to work for the city of Burnett where uh, once we were done with paramedic school, they hired me on part-time. I went full-time there very quickly afterwards, and they sent me to Fire Academy, uh, where I worked for the last 12 years. Um, it was amazing there. I've worked with some really good guys uh, throughout the time, and then I got an opportunity to teach, which was something I always kind of knew that I wanted to do. It was an idea of when I got ready to retire that, you know, teaching was something that would be fun for me to do. And ultimately, I have got the opportunity to teach for a very reputable um, company uh, that does continuing education. I have helped build the program for the VILT program or the uh, National Registry Research Program for CE Solutions. And it's been super awesome for me. Uh You know, uh, you, on the other hand, are continuing to work in the field, continuing to work on the ambulance. I do. Yep. I work for a private service um, in a very, very rural area. So my transport times are anywhere from an hour and a half to two, three hours uh, for a 911. <clears throat> so uh, it's, it's different from where we were, and I enjoy doing it. Um, I'm a supervisor now, so I actually run the crew. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. scary. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoy doing it, and I, I still love working on the ambulance so and giving back to my community. You were giving back to your community where I was, you know, looking for something that was more of a enjoyable time, uh, something that seemed fun to do. I really enjoyed the fact of helping people, uh, things like that. So it kind of got me, got us in two different ways, but at the same time, brought us something we enjoyed doing. Yeah. Uh, and then it comes uh, the the married life mm-hmm. and the and the life that we currently live. Uh, I think it's interesting to know that you know we carry what I carried three to the to the relationship, three children. You carried one. Yep. Uh, we brought those children up to be uh, they they understood the EMS world. Uh, they understood that our holidays revolved our times changed uh, and that things you know our shift work was part of part of our lives very much so uh for us it was a huge difference because of the fact that you know a lot of times during the early times when the kids were young you would go on shift and then i would go on shift and then we'd finally have one shift one day off together 
And we did that for years. Called that the marriage saver. Yeah, that, that, that was the marriage saver for a long period of time because of the fact that we decreased how much time we were really together. Yep. Um, but at the same point in time, then it changed where we ended up on the, sh- on the same shift. Later on, as yeah. the kids got older, were able to manage things around the house without us here. That was a big difference. And it did make a, a difference. Change. Big change around the house, big change amongst the kids. Big change in my per like um, you know, your private time. Like hmm. you always knew you had that one night to kinda just decompress and, and do what you needed to do and, and not worry about a whole lot. Because our kids were pretty self sufficient at that point in time. And then, you know, then we were both home and it was different. Yeah, for sure. Not I mean bad, you, just different. Yeah, and then that's that's part of what it is. You know, it's kinda understanding how the difference of the dynamic is there. Uh, I think one of the interesting things is we decided uh, through my interests of, of or your interests of podcasts and listening to podcasts, you kind of got me riled up about it, where I have been working on some projects with some podcasts. I uh, had a really good friend of mine who brought up the idea of doing podcasts, and we really discussed it and said, hey, we can really do this. And then we, you know, that kind of kind of took the steps. Uh, we decided on our own to, to come up with this idea. Well, yeah, y'all kind of played around with it, and I I found it very interesting, and I started listening to podcasts, podcasts, and then when y'all kind of didn't do anything, I was like, hey, why don't why don't we do one? And due to the fact that I listened to podcasts, there was one in particular where they opened up a like you know bottle of beer at the beginning, and then you know they would taste test it and talk about it, and then they'd go into their what their podcast was really about, which was crime. Uh, and I, I thought that was a cool idea. And so I brought it to you and we kind of put it together. Yeah. And then we've, we've kind of decided that the whiny medics was, it was like, it was almost a pun to a degree mm-hmm. because of the fact of, yes, there are topics we will discuss that are going to seem like they're, they're complaints that we have in EMS world, but we all know in EMS world that, there's a lot of us who make those decisions and make complaints about what's mm-hmm. going on. But at the same point in time, we also know how to make the changes to be acceptable and to get past those. Not only that, EMS, you know, if you're not in EMS, you don't understand that it's it's not a black and white world. It's a beautiful color gray. gray uh and gray of all shades at that uh and ultimately it's like 50 shades of gray Mm -hmm. oh wait a minute no no, almost but anyway it's it's crazy because of the fact that we realized that through ems and we know that that was our topic that was our main goal was you know it's a topic we both love we both come to love the changes that we've seen collectively, we've got 30, what, 37 years uh, sitting here at the table just of, uh, of EMS experience alone uh, from both sides, admin side, field side, EMT, intermediate, things like that. You know, lots of experience that we've seen rural medicine. Now, I'm, I'm, we'll, I'll come straight out and say we don't know a lot about inner city by way of big city. Those guys, the inner city medics are a totally different type of medic. We deal with stuff that's out in a rural area. Uh, we're from the hill country uh, out here in Texas. And we just, you know, that understanding of it's going to take 20 to 30 minutes and, and your average call time is anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. 
makes a difference on how we perform in the back of the truck. And I really think that idea makes a difference on how we manage things uh, compared to those that are in the back of the truck uh, for four or five minutes. Um, I think one, so that's part of the dynamic that we bring to it is, is that rural medicine. We also have very different views. <laughs> very different views as different, different types of medics. Uh, I am more of, you know, I like to know the reasons why we're doing things and all the way down to the, to the cellular form and, and why the, the thought process behind it is. It was what's the purpose? You know, why do we change protocols? Why are we looking at different things? Uh, I think it makes a difference on why we're doing stuff. A lot of studies. You, you look at a lot of studies. Too, yeah, like yes. Researching. I, I do like to look and see what's the latest trends and why we're making these differences with the trends. Yeah, I just like to treat the patient. <laughs> oh, what do you mean by treat the patient? Right. So it's, yes. There, there is a point that you have to know what your drug or what your treatment is doing, and, I, and I'm, I'm good at that. But to go deep down into that cellular level and know exactly why that drug and what that drug does, and what I just, you know, it makes my head spin sometimes. Doesn't make me less of a medic. I no, treat my by patients no means. And, um, you know, and do what I need to do. But um, retaining that... <laughs> Big brain information. I'm not always great at. I think I like I, to put the thingy there and, and give them that what you call it sometimes. Well, yeah, and I'm sure your partners just they, they understand. That. They, 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 <laughs> they know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I hope they do because you know they will at some point in time be guests on our our show. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to to hear that dynamic. But, you know, ultimately, and I think that's where we have difference of opinions on different ways things are done. And then it, sometimes we do agree on things and how they should be done and what they should be looked at that way. And what's the purpose behind it? Um, with different medical directors and different ways of looking things, I really see we bring a lot to the table. We've listened to I've listened to multiple uh, podcasts that were EMS related, uh, and I really I see a dynamic that it was basically read a call, uh, go the way we would do it, and this and that, and it was real like bland. Uh, yeah, and some of them are just kind of like a thrill seeker type podcast. Yeah, I, I kind of would like to see us go in a direction of um, you know discussing different view our different views on topics, mm -hmm. you know, true, real, um, down to earth topics you know, that go on and, and yeah, have some fun with it and, but learn something from it. Oh, I agree. And I think, I think ultimately, no matter what we do, as long as we're an EMS, we should be learning from everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think that idea of, I'm not going to do this because of the fact that, uh, you know, I know too much or I know more than you doesn't mean I can't learn something from you. I've learned that through teaching my classes uh, on a regular basis. But I think the interesting thing is, as well, is that whiny part uh, you know as the beginning of our podcast we're going to open up a, a nice bottle of wine or a bottle of whiskey or a nice cup of cold beers and kind of give you our unprofessional critique of them whether it's something we would sit back out on the patio on a friday or saturday or coming off shift and, and open up and, and enjoy as adults uh discussing that 
And, and really, truly, I think that's going to be kind of, that's a short section of it, but it's something in EMS that we do. We enjoy the the, yes. the wind down time. And, and don't expect me to swarm a glass and sniff it and, you know, tell you the bouquet of it. I'm, I'm a, hey, this is uh, this wine and this is what it tastes like and... Yeah, Holy by, shit, don't buy that no more. <laughs> by all means, we we are not professional wine drinkers or beer drinkers or whiskey drinkers, although I like to I like to say I'm a connoisseur of the uh the nice whiskey. Uh I have my favorites. Uh but you know, ultimately I think the idea of how we manage that is gonna be short and, and, and to the point. Just kind of a fun add-on. Mm-hmm. And then we discuss the, the EMS topics. I think there are so many hot new topics in EMS. Especially I, right now. Yeah. yeah, and that I think that we really got to look at. I think there's changes throughout the EMS world that we're seeing and how the changes with COVID, the changes with uh, the um, just society as it is and how we manage dealing with mass casualty incidents or scenes scenes. uh it's crazy to see how we went from being somebody who would show up to the house fight another ambulance company for the call expect you to pay cash and then we'll transport you to the hospital or very much so pre our Oh, way pre our pre our profession, but but the ideas of seeing how the changes in EMS worked for them, I think that makes a huge difference on um, how we see EMS now and how it's going to progress in the future. I think with the changes in education, I see with changes in systems, the system status management, uh, changes on how our scenes are looked at. Uh, I think these are all big changes in EMS, and I think they they deserve a top. You know, they deserve to be looked at individually, and I think that's a good idea for us. Wholeheartedly, and when I mentioned the podcast earlier, I've enjoyed every one I've listened to. I just want to bring a different dynamic to it. You know, as far as where we we stand on it. Oh yeah, uh, by all means, and, you know we uh, not only that, but just the idea and way of of how it's presented. For for one, the idea of we're husband and wife, and we will have our spats right here on the uh, in the old podcast. Yeah, I do believe I uh, nailed you in the head with a water bottle once over our jobs. That that did happen once, and there was a time you ran me over in the expedition. Oh, you know, you're so melodramatic about that. That I really didn't run you over. That was a pretty close call, if you ask me. Uh, but you know, I'm just saying. But just the ideas that. You know, husband and wife look at it. Uh, our difference of opinions on calls and how things should be ran. And we have literally gotten into arguments over. Oh, yes. You know, two days later, I'm telling him about my day, and he's like, "What did you do that for?" For sure. I mean, calls that we've made, calls and decisions on, and how they've changed other people makes a difference. But I will tell you, he is also one of my dialemedics. And if you're in EMS, you all know what I'm talking about. We all have that dialemedic in our phone. <laughs> Oh, 100%. The, the, the person they we go two. to. <laughs> yeah. You know who they are. <laughs> you know, the go-to people. And you, you got to have the go-tos. Uh, makes a huge difference for us yep. whenever we look at that. But, uh, you know, so hopefully you'll enjoy these podcasts. Thanks. So. Um, this is, like I said, this is our first one. This is our one that gives you who we are. We promise not to bore you with every single one. Uh, we promise to basically 
lay it out there for you. And we're going to lay it out on the line and we're going to tell you what we think. And we hope that you enjoy. We hope that you subscribe uh, and, and listen to them as they go progress through. Um, it was our first time never really well for me. I, you you do stuff at Z Solutions, but I I don't. This is my first one to do like this, so well you know forgive me for any uh, oopses. <laughs> but uh, I, know, I know a really good editor. Guy. You do. Yeah. I'm so glad. <laughs> you know I know a guy who does production. Uh, yeah, he's so a, he's pretty good at it. We uh, where did oh up in the freezer. So uh, if you're on our Facebook page, which. Uh, if you're not, we'll give that information to you in just a moment. But um, I put out there, we had three different wines <clears throat> that we had brought. And they're, they're all local wineries. So um, the ones I picked up were from Fredericksburg. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one we actually put out there that you guys voted on was a Fiesta wine. So they're actually out at the bend, but they have some tasting rooms in San Antonio. Antonio Fredericksburg. So um, the winner of that, if you voted, was the Fiesta Wine Sandia. So our next podcast, which is our ta-da, official first podcast, will be featuring that wine. Mm. Yep. And if you have any suggestions, we have wineries. Um, we obviously don't know where they all are. Um, I was told of one the other day in Liberty Hill. I go through there every day almost and didn't know it was there. So uh, you can send us that or send us information on uh, a topic that you want us to talk about. So with that being said, our Facebook page is... Vinumedics. And how is that spelt? <laughs> W-H... I-N-Y-M-E-D-I-C-S. I'm so proud of you. I know. And our email is winemedics at gmail.com. Awesome. Yeah. And we have a YouTube page. Yes, it's at winemedics. And we're working on the Insta. The Insta. Isn't that crazy? We changed the name from Instagram. Everybody just says, nah, it's the Insta. Who'd have come up with this idea? I'm just saying. I don't know. And we'll put that all in our information for you if you didn't just exactly. remember it. Make sure you're getting this information. Make sure you're coming back. Uh, and it looks like we're going to drop these on Wednesdays. On a Wednesdays, uh, we'll, we'll have the uh, Wine Down Wednesdays or the Whiskey Wednesday or the, uh, yeah, whatever the beer uh, on Wednesday. That's just Thirsty Wednesday, whatever we call it that day. <laughs> but, you know, ultimately we've got good plans. Uh, the Winerita Wednesday. The Winerita. Ooh, wee. Man. Oh, I just remembered we have that peaked one. Oh, yeah. We got some good ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that that leads us to the conclusion of our first Here's Who We Are. Our, uh, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we hope you enjoy, guys. Have a great day. Bye.